Saints fan, Pats fan, we all love each other. We all have a common enemy in the commissioner. So come on through. You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and that means it's time for Crossover Thursday. We have Locked On Patriots host Mike Debate at MDebate. NFL on Twitter, M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L, and myself, Ross Jackson, host of Locked on Saints, at Ross Jackson, NOLA, on Twitter, here to bring you a preview of the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. Big time game coming up here early on in the season. Mike, always a pleasure to see you, buddy. Always my honor. Always my pleasure, my friend. Uh, anytime we get to get together on these crossovers uh, in the Locked On Podcast Network throughout the NFL channel, it's always a lot of fun. But you know, we've had this one circled for quite some time. We started doing these crossovers back when we were talking about the synergy between these two franchises mm-hmm. and the fan bases and Tom Brady, Drew Brees. No more Brady here. No more Brees down in uh, New Orleans. Two different quarterbacks, two different philosophies, two same coaches. Uh, yeah. But uh, it will be uh, a hell of a matchup this Sunday. I know you're looking forward to it as much as I am. Oh, absolutely! Very different. These two teams now coming yeah. in and like in, you know in their new era, going up against one another. But two franchises, two coaches that have a ton of respect for one another. On today's episode, you're going to get the biggest stories around both of these teams going into the matchup. We're going to talk about keys to victory and, of course, key matchups to watch. And as we get started, I want to remind you to check out the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, which is now officially rebooted, version 3.0 going on. Eric Crocker, Ryan Tracy, you've made us your first listen of the day. Go and make them your second listen of the day. Mike, let's go ahead and get started here. Biggest story for the New England Patriots coming into this matchup. I would probably say Mac Jones being able to effectively run this offense, both in the red zone and also being able to test his receivers downfield, Ross. He's getting a lot of criticism up here in New England, and I'm a little bit surprised at that, seeing that he's been so efficient, uh, so able to make completions, and he's looked very much the part of an NFL quarterback in the early time that we've seen him. A lot of poise in the pocket, a lot of ability, uh, and uh, really, I think, some leadership skills that are beyond his years. But let's face it, the Patriots right now have not had all that many targets in the red zone. The two primary factors that they brought in to be able to increase that red zone presence, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, two prolific Mm -hmm. tight ends, they've only been targeted once in the end zone right now. That has to increase, and you know that the Patriots, Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, and of course Mac Jones are looking at that, and they want to be able to get those targets taken care of in the red zone. But beyond that, testing the ball a little bit downfield, the game planning has been very much safe for Mac Jones. They want to prevent him from making mistakes, turning the ball over, getting confused. But this is a kid that doesn't get confused easy. So the Patriots might want to do their best to try to test Mac Jones a little bit, get the ball downfield, test mm-hmm. out you know new some of the new receivers that they have, maybe Kendrick Bourne in the slot, maybe Nelson Aguilar on a deep route. They're going against a very formidable pass defense of the New Orleans Saints this weekend. So that's going to be a challenge. Uh, if Mac is going to tr- be on trial this weekend, might be a trial by fire for this one. But to me, that's the main story heading into this one. Mm, you mentioned a little bit of the usage or lack of usage, uh, may I say, when it comes to those tight ends in the red zone. What about between the 20s? What's the game plan usually for those tight ends? Because I think that's going to be a big matchup for the New Orleans Saints who are dealing with some injuries at positions that would usually cover tight ends. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that the Patriots may be able to exploit. If they're going to utilize that two tight end set, going to look for Jonu Smith in those areas. This is a guy that's very effective out of the jet sweep and carry out of the backfield. We've seen him do it in Tennessee. Uh, we've seen him practice that in New England, uh, even though Bill Belichick doesn't want everybody to know that. <laughs> it's been a situation where that is something in the arsenal, and we know that's definitely there. But Hunter Henry is very adept at being able to win those battles as well. Uh, we saw a couple of good connections between he and Mac Jones against the Jets this past Sunday. Look for that to continue you a little bit. If they're going to utilize that, Jono and Hunter can get out there. They can run routes. One can be an effective blocker. That two tight end set and 12-man personnel, you see the Patriots start to line up in that area. Could be a difficult uh, matchup for some of the New Orleans defenders. Also, be on the lookout for 22 personnel as well. Patriots love to line that up when teams are not expecting it. Everyone expects it at the goal line. Josh likes to run it in between the 20s. Something to watch for. That's great. That's really great insight because the Saints might be a little thin uh, on the defensive side. And I think that that leads me to the biggest story for the New Orleans Saints. And it's just availability. I mean, they didn't have, they were missing so many players last week that they were missing coaches. Like there was so much going on with this team last week up against the Carolina Panthers that it just wasn't the New Orleans Saints that you're accustomed to seeing by any stretch of the imagination, particularly over on the offensive side. They're missing their starting center, moving their right guard over there, therefore missing their right guard and had a backup right guard in. Then you have all these other injuries over on the defensive side. So I think it comes down to availability. We'll talk about some of the the key matchups to watch in particular in, the, in just a moment. But I, I think that for the Saints, can they improve upon and muster some of the momentum that they picked up in week one? Here against a formidable opponent, a very formidable defense with one of the best, excuse me, the best defensive mind in Bill Belichick over on that side. You have an offensive line that allowed over 64% of Jameis Winston snaps to be under pressure. That's really, really bad. One of the top three worst since that metric started being tracked over the history of the NFL. So I think you have to look at this offensive line. You have to look at certain all three levels of the defense. Are they going to get Marshawn Lattimore back? Is CJ Garner-Johnson going to be back on the field? Who's going to be starting next to Demario Davis at that will linebacker spot? Because Zach Bond proved to be a vulnerable spot for that proved to be a vulnerable attack for the um for the Saints defense and you saw Carolina go right at him. I wouldn't be surprised to see New England go right at him if he's out on the field as well. So availability and of course are the coaches going to be on the sideline are they going to be at practice all of that as well. There's just a lot of question marks around the availability for this team. Yeah, absolutely. And what did Bill Parcells always say? The best ability is availability. Right. And right now, uh, I will say the Patriots are very lucky in that regard, although we're keeping a close eye on Matt Judon. You mentioned yeah. the prolific defense. You mentioned the great defensive mind of Bill Belichick. Matt Judon has been so indelible in this team, looking so much more formidable in the front seven. He really makes that defense click. It really His presence is so vital to what this team does. It allows Kyle Van Noy to be able to get into that area and become an edge rush and act as that 3-4 linebacker that he's so good at being able mm -hmm. to play that role. Something he didn't get a chance to do as much of in Miami. Something he loves to do here in that 3-4 set. And that allows the presence of a guy like Matt Judon allows him to do that. Judon is also very um, adept at being able to get up and stuff the run. That's mm -hmm. a problem the Patriots had uh, against the uh, the New York Jets. 4.9 yards per carry against a running attack against the Carolina Panthers that really looked 
non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots need to shore that up a little bit. And the presence of a guy like Matt Judon alongside Dante Hightower in that linebacking core really helps them to do that. If he's hampered at all or if he's unable to go, that could be a problem for the Patriots. We'll talk about that very matchup here in just a moment, but definitely something to keep an eye on with Matt Judon. Did not participate in practice on Wednesday. Meanwhile, the New Orleans Saints trending upward when it comes to player availability in their uh, their injury report. So, you know, well, something to definitely keep an eye out on. Those are, of course, early injury reports. So we'll see how all of that actually works out as uh, we move along. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit more about key matchups to watch. New Orleans Saints have one area of the game that they definitely want to get better than they were at last week, but it's going to be a tough matchup here against the New England Patriots. So about that and much more. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. This is one of my favorite websites. Mike, I don't know about you, but I don't really, I shouldn't be trusted when it comes to making decisions around vehicles or automobiles. Not really my thing. I'm a football guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm not here to here to really work on, on anybody's vehicle, but sometimes you go and you, you, know, you try to learn a little bit or you have to get it done yourself, headlights, things like that. RockAuto.com is absolutely my go-to when it comes to all that because I'm able to get the same parts that I can get at the chain store around the corner, but at a cheaper price. So same things, but at a cheaper price, not cheaper parts at cheaper prices. It's very important for me, very important to the family business that is Rock Auto that's been online helping customers for over 20 years. It doesn't matter the make, model, year, whatever it is that you've got, Rock Auto has you taken care of. You can find that part, piece, or accessory, have it delivered straight to your door, and you ain't even got to change out of your pajamas. And I'll tell you, if I had a barometer and you know something that I'm like, I want to check that box off, when it comes to a product that I love, it's not having to get out of my pajamas. So go ahead and check out rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And don't forget to let them know that Locked On sent you. All right, Mike, as we continue on with our Thursday crossover, once again, thanks to everybody tuning in, whether it's your first time listening to a Locked On podcast, your next time, check out Locked On Patriots, check out Locked On Saints. Appreciate you making us a part of your routine today. Mike, we talked a bit about the biggest stories around both of these teams. Now let's get into key matchups. Where do the New England Patriots lie when it comes to those key matchups in this game? Well, right now, I think the Patriots, if they're going to have success, they have to go at the strength of what the other team does well. And Mm -hmm. New Orleans right now, very good against the run. They're only allowing 66 yards per game. That's third in the league, 2.8 yards per attempt. That's second in the league. This is a very good run defense. And the Patriots have the runners to be able to attack in so many different ways. Bill Belichick is all about going at what you do best and trying to beat you at your own game. You have a good run defense. He wants to run the ball at you. And we're getting indications that that could be indeed be the case. Now, the wild card in this is Damian Harris was limited in practice on Wednesday with a finger injury. He's their feature back. He is their workhorse. And if Damian is in any way compromised, that puts a lot of pressure on guys like J.J. Taylor. puts mm. a lot of pressure on guys like Ramondre Stevenson, the rookie who has had his issues with holding on to the football. Right. Ross, I've said all week long on Locked On Patriots. Last week, he's on double secret probation when it comes to Bill <laughs> Belichick. So there's a lot going on there. If the Patriots are going to be able to have success, they have to find some success running the football early and often. Is this an opportunity for the Patriots to take advantage? To me, that's the key matchup here. If they win that battle, they're in decent shape to be able to make this one a good contest. 
It's really great. And for the New Orleans Saints, I mean, they struggled a little bit over on the defensive side early on when it came to their game against the Carolina Panthers, but that run defense still not giving anything up, as you mentioned, third in the NFL. They're second when it comes to yards per attempt allowed at only 2.8 yards. I have to flip the script to talk about this exact same situation, but on the opposite side, because for the New Orleans Saints, they're going to be matching up now with a defense in New England that has a great secondary led by JC Jackson, Kyle Duggar, just fantastic talent back there in that secondary, but that has struggled against the run. As you mentioned, against the New York Jets, allowing, what was it, 4.8, 4.9 yards per carry against 4. the Jets? 9. Yeah, 4.9 mm-hmm. yards. And right now on the season, they're allowing 4.2 per carry. Alvin Kamara's coming off of a game where he had 0.6 yards per carry on the ground. That's just <laughs> unacceptable. You don't expect to see that from Alvin Kamara in this offensive line. So some of the things that cause this offensive line trouble in communication last week, you expect to self-correct just with players coming back and coaches coming back and all of those things during this. How much of that goes into benefiting the run game is going to be the core piece for the New Orleans Saints in this game. If they can do what they did against the Green Bay Packers, where they ran twice as often as they threw, they ran for 171 yards on the ground, dominated the clock that way, that's going to give them an opportunity to dictate this game on the road, which is very, very important. Effectively, the New Orleans Saints have been on the road all season so far because they even their home game was in Jacksonville. So <laughs> they are very much wanting to get out there and run the ball. The receivers for New Orleans have had some trouble gaining separation. And when they do, the Saints haven't been able to give enough time to Jameis Winston to be able to find those receivers. That was certainly an issue in the week two loss to the Panthers. So I expect the Saints to lean into the run game with both Alvin Kamara and Tony Jones Jr. and try to exploit a defense right now with the New England Patriots that are 24th in the NFL when it comes to efficiency per play, EPA, up against the run game. The Saints have to be able to take advantage of that. Any other keys or key matchups that you're watching for this one? Uh, watch if I'm the New Orleans Saints, I'm watching the right side of the Patriots offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's been a difficulty so far. Trent Brown is slowly working his way back, but he was still limited in practice on Wednesday. He's still uh, nursing a calf injury. So if in any way he's compromised or he's unable to go in this one, that's something that New Orleans would need to take advantage of. Yasser Durant and Justin Heron, they've platooned a little bit. They've kind of been up and down. Heron had a very poor game against the Dolphins. Durant came in, provided a little uh, stability. Last week against the Jets, completely the opposite. Durant got the start. He struggled, let up three sacks on Mac Jones. Heron came in, kind of quelled the storm a little bit, but this is still a, a very... Uh, suspect part of the Patriots game mm-hmm. right now. Also, the left side of the offensive line, Isaiah Wynn's been penalized a little bit. He's been letting up some pressure. The offensive line was supposed to be a very key part of what the Patriots did very well this year. Thus far, they've had their struggles. They have shorted up a little bit, but they've continued to struggle. If they do still continue to struggle in this area, that's something that the New Orleans Saints would want to take advantage of. So that's a, uh, a matchup that I would definitely keep a very close eye on. That's a great one. So for Saints fans, that would mean that right side of the offensive line, that's Cam Jordan's side. Cam Jordan right now leading this team in pressures, but no sacks so far on the team, only two over the last 12 games. So this could be a get right opportunity for him is what I'm hearing, Mike. Meanwhile, on that right, on that left side of the offensive line, that's where Peyton Turner, the rookie who was drafted in the first round, would be coming from. He was limited on the injury report on Wednesday. Hopefully you see him continue to trend upwards and get back out on the field because he had a very, very good performance to open up as a rookie there. Six pressures in that game, a sack and a tackle for a loss 
Pro Football Focus also credited him with seven stops, which include negative or insufficient plays run by the offense, no gains, things like that. So that's a big, big, big matchup that uh, Saints fans will also definitely want to keep an eye out on. Uh, Mike, we're going to get a little bit deeper into all of this and this matchup for the Saints and Patriots as we get into keys to victory and, of course, our picks for this matchup in Foxborough. So very excited to get down with all of that with you as we continue on with our crossover Thursday episode and no better place to talk about when it comes to previewing a game than our good friends over at betonline.ag taking care of all of the odds props bets and even Vegas casino games they've got you covered there too right now the New England Patriots this line has shrunk a little bit New England Patriots originally favored minus three and remember that that's a home game for the Patriots as well which usually gives three points now that line has shrunk to minus two and a half so it gives you an idea of where the betters are putting their money to see that line start to shrink so the New Orleans Saints have the odds against them going into this one the New England Patriots should feel very comfortable at home when it comes to Vegas so whether you agree or disagree depending upon if you're the Patriots fan that's watching or the Saints fan that's watching, betonline.ag is a great place to get in on that line, props, everything else going on around there. If you don't like betting on football, which I can't blame you for early on in the season, you have all the MLB odds, end of year odds you can get into as well, and so much more. So go and check them out over at betonline.ag. And if you're a new customer, use the promo code NFL100 to get a 100% welcome bonus there. It's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And while you're going ahead and making yourself some money over at betonline.ag, I'm going to show you how to save some money at the gas pump. Mike, I don't know about you, but I'm driving a lot more now. You know, things have kind of reopened. We're trying to go and get dinner every now and then doing all that stuff. But, you know, that also means I'm filling up my gas tank more. <laughs> well, I'm going to stop at the gas station and do the whole business and everything. So every couple of days or so, I'm doing that. Well, thanks to the Get Upside app, you never have to worry about paying full price for your gas as you fill up your tank ever again, because you can download this app for free from the App Store or from Google or from the, the Google Play Store. And you're going to get 25 cents back per gallon when you fill up your tank. And I'm going to do you one even better than that. If you use the promo code TOUCHDOWN as a new customer, you're going to get a 25 cent bonus on top of that. So 50 cents back per gallon on your first fill up. So go and check them out. Download that new app, get upside, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Some folks are saving 200. $300 per month just using this app. So go and check them out. Have it delivered straight to your bank account, PayPal. You can get Amazon gift cards, other brands, whatever it is that you need. It's the GetUpside app. And you can get that 50 cent gallon, 50 cents per gallon back on your tank uh, with the promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, everybody, continuing on and wrapping up this crossover Thursday edition Mike Debate at M Debate NFL on Twitter, host of Locked On Patriots, myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson Nola, host of Locked On Saints. Saints and Patriots matchup coming up uh, just this weekend on Sunday. It's going to be an early afternoon game. So, what is it for you, Mike? Is the key sort of key to victory to make sure that they get that early afternoon win in Foxborough? 
Well, the key to the, to the Patriots' victories lately, Ross, is protecting the football, and mm. the Patriots have had some issues doing that. Even last week against the Jets, there were a couple of times where the football came loose, whether it be Mac Jones, whether it be Kendrick Bourne nearly fumbling it away. Of course, in the first game against the Dolphins, big fumbles by Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris to close the game. Patriots need to protect the football, and Bill Belichick has been practicing them hard on that fact. I look for them to continue to do that. So if they protect the football, prevent turnovers, Patriots are always going to be in a game. They have to start utilizing, like I said earlier, some of their pass catchers. They have to start getting aggressive in the red zone, maybe taking a couple of shots downfield, stretching the uh, the abilities of that offense, and maybe giving Mac Jones an opportunity to take the game more into his hands. Maybe doing that, part of that, is to run the football effectively. And if they can do that, I think it'll open up a lot for Mac Jones, whether it be play action or maybe taking some deep shots down the field. If he's able to get those first and second downs consistently, it prevents him from being in third and 10 situations, which is really a nightmare for any quarterback. For sure. On the Absolutely. And on the defensive side of the ball, it's really reading what type of Jameis Winston is going to show up in Foxborough this week. He's kind of been the up and down quarterback. You look at the performance he put out against the Green Bay Packers in that opening weekend, five touchdown passes in 20 attempts. That's amazing. And at that point, Bill Belichick mentioned that today. This is a quarterback that can do everything and can do it well. Last week against the, uh, the Carolina Panthers, you know, a couple of picks, only 111 yards passing. Are the Patriots going to be able to contain him within the pocket? Are they going to be able to force him to use his legs? Are they going to try to take away what he does well? If they can do that, cause some confusion, that may be the type of uh, game plan that Bill Belichick is hoping for. So if they can try to confuse Jameis a little bit, it allows them to be able to zero in on Alvin Kamara. And that's Bill Belichick's bread and butter. Take away what your opposite, what your opposition and your opponent does best. And Alvin Kamara running the football is one of the best in the league. So those are the keys to the game for the Patriots. Easier said than done, no question <laughs> about it, but that's going to be what they're looking to do. Yeah. I mean, as uh, for the New Orleans Saints, they have to hope that the offensive line is able to play better this season, or excuse me, this season, this game. I mean, this season too, uh, based <laughs> upon what you saw in week two, where, you know, you didn't have coaches, you didn't have the preparatory period, you had all these communication issues, all of that, uh, in order to keep Jameis Winston clean, which was a key for last week and should be a key for this week, but it's a key for every week, honestly, when it comes to keeping your quarterback clean for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I'll say for me, I'm going to talk about one player that I think is a key to victory for the New Orleans Saints. And it's funny because you think about the biggest losses for the Saints last year, players that they were without Michael Thomas, um, Marshawn Lattimore, Quan Alexander, uh, Eric McCoy. You're planning to be without Michael Thomas, but those last three have been within recent weeks. I think that for me, one of the biggest losses that they had over on the defensive side was CJ Garner-Johnson, who was originally mm -hmm. supposed to play a large role in matching up with Christian McCaffrey. So for me, a key to victory in this game, particularly with those two tight ends and those 22 sets that the uh, 12 and 22 sets that these... Um, that, that these New England Patriots love to run, mm -hmm. C.J. Garner-Johnson becomes a very big part of the Saints' formula for success. I'll say it that way. And I am all about what C.J. Garner-Johnson brings his team in terms of energy, tenacity, aggression, all of it. But he's also a very good football player. He's very good. And when you have a young quarterback, if you can have that one piece 
who's 22, just keeps flashing in their face and continues to keep them because they'll use him as a blitzer, they'll use him in coverage, and just continues to be all over the place up against this defense or up against this offense, excuse me, that is a major, major, I'm going to pull out my DJ Khaled for a moment, it's a major key for the New Orleans Saints going up against uh, these these uh, New England Patriots. The other part of it for me, as we mentioned before, is going to be the run game, uh, getting the run game going. It's going to help to keep the pressure off of Jameis Winston because you have to play honorably too. You have to honor that run game, especially if it's Alvin Kamara and he's playing well. Tony Jones Jr. should be able to be, to be uh, assisting in there as well as somebody that outside of this game, the first game averaged over four yards per carry. So you're definitely looking for all that. And then it just comes down to that same key that I mentioned earlier. Can this offensive line get better, play well? Who's going to be the guy at that center position? Is it going to be Cesar Ruiz again, who had that rough start last week? Are they going to put in Austin Ryder, who ended up coming over from Kansas City? He left Kansas City over the offseason, signed with the Saints a couple weeks back. Now he's had two weeks in this system to learn the protections and IDs. Is he in a good enough place to be less of a detriment to you in terms of the communication on the team than Cesar Ruiz because you can get Cesar Ruiz back to right guard? All of that is going to be very interesting to watch for the New Orleans Saints. So get that offensive line right, get C.J. Garner-Johnson back and all over the place, and get Alvin Kamara cooking uh, in the or from the backfield. <laughs> Last thing for us is uh, to take a look at these picks, but do you have anything on those keys first? No, I think that uh, you hit the nail right on the head in terms of the keys for the New Orleans. I think that's exactly what the Patriots are looking for. I want to give a little shout out to Deontay Harris, Assumption oh, College's yeah. own, one yeah. of the best returners <laughs> in the game. They just played his college ball up here in New England, uh, a school that uh, I uh, actually won a scholarship to when I was applying nice. back in the day. So Assumption definitely holds a special place in my heart. Uh, Bill Belichick was asked about Deontay uh, on Wednesday morning when he met with the media, had nothing but glowing things to say about him. So give a little love to special teams. This is going to be interesting. You've got my man Gunnar Rashevsky back there returning mm -hmm. punts. Uh, Nick Folk kicking the ball well. Uh, special teams could end up being a key for this game. So definitely, folks, don't sleep on the special teams. These are two teams that hold it in very, very high regard. I love it. I, every Locked On Saints listener is like, dang it, we almost made it through an episode without having to hear about special teams. And it wasn't me. And it wasn't me. So you'll oh, all culpa, deal with folks. it. <laughs> mea culpa, folks, on that one. Blame Bill Belichick. He loves it up here. In <laughs> Same thing down in New Orleans. And I'll tell you, there's so much respect between these two coaches, right? You saw Sean Payton talking about New England and winning the turnover battle 108 and to 7 in those mm -hmm. situations where they win the turnover battle. Uh, Bill Belichick showing some love to both Alvin Kamara as well as Deontay Harris. Dante Hightower showing some love to, to right. uh, Alvin Kamara as well. So so much respect between these teams. Going to be a lot of fun to watch. Right now, those New England Patriots favorite at home, minus two and a half, according to our good friends over at betterline.ag. What's your expectation for this game, Mike? My expectation is that this is going to be a very close game. You're going to have two teams that are very, very good at doing what they do, especially on defense right now. The, uh, the run defense of the New Orleans Saints, again, one of the best in the league. They will continue to try to contain the New England Patriots on the ground. A very formidable pass defense. Really, the same as on you know on the Patriots side as well. This is a front seven now that is much more capable of setting the edge, stopping the run, save for a few sputters that they had last Sunday against the Jets. I look for them to shore that up. Secondary proving, even without Stephon Gilmore, they can still make plays. J.C. Jackson finding a nose for the ball. My guy Adrian Phillips continues to be in on every play, doing 
just what he does, which is pretty much everything well. So going to be a defensive slugfest, I think, but these are also two offenses that can put up some points as well. I look for this one to come down to a field goal, believe mm -hmm. it or not. It's given the love to the special teams again. My heart's going to go with the home team, bud, and I think that your Saints listeners will probably begrudge me of that. I like the New, I like the New England Patriots over the New Orleans Saints in this one, 20 to 17 in a close game. I love it. I actually have a very, very similar score. My score is 24-21. Uh, for me, I just look at this New Orleans Saints team that has so much adversity right now that is having to bounce back from this game. So I think they're going to come in ignited here in this game. But I agree. It's going to come down to the wire. They're going to have to do something extra, a little bit of land yet, if they want to win this game. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. But I'm gonna roll with them. I'm gonna take the new the, the New Orleans Saints in this one because I just feel like Sean Payton coming into this game after that performance last week, which was one of the worst in the New Orleans Saints Sean Payton era, they're not gonna come back and repeat and be that same team from week two going into week three. I think there's just that extra charge. I know this New England Patriots team wants to win, Mike, but I think the New Orleans Saints team might want to win three points more. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, Ross, you may end up being correct, but don't forget there's a little extra motivation lurking over Bill Belichick's shoulder in one Thomas Edward yeah. Patrick Brady Jr. making that return. <laughs> oh, Bill does not want to go into that matchup with a loss. So there's going to be a lot of motivation on both sides. But look, two very evenly matched teams, two very good uh, teams, well coached. Across the board, a lot of respect on both sides. Uh, you really can't go wrong. This is going to be a fun one to watch, and really, it could be anybody's game. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody, Mike Debate at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L on Twitter, host of Locked on Patriots. If you're a Saints fan, go listen to Locked on Patriots so you can get an eye on what's going on up in New England. Patriots fans, of course, make sure you're sticking around with Mike every Monday through Friday. Myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson, Nola on Twitter, host of Locked on Saints. Come on through, Saints fan, Pats fan. We all love each other. We all have a common enemy in the commissioner. So come on through and show some love with Locked on Saints as well. Thank you. <laughs> so much for making us your first listen of the day for your second listen go and check out locked on bets win yourselves some money with your boy q and lee sterling uh, lots of programming coming up still here through the rest of the week on locked on patriots and locked on saints so keep it on your dial as a part of your daily routine as we continue on here another locked on crossover in the books mike such a pleasure to have the time with you my honor, my pleasure, as always, my friend. Thanks so much for crossing the streams with me again here on the Locked On Podcast Network. May the best team win on Sunday. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks a right. ton, Ross. Right back at you, buddy.